Hi, this is Bill Arnold. Missed a show or need me talking to help you sleep tonight? I have several solutions to that situation. Here are the podcasts from the show. You are the best for listening and supporting Faith Radio. Welcome to Afternoons with Bill Arnold. I'm the Bill Arnold part of that sentence. We are going to have a great hour uh, coming up. Uh, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield will be joining me in just a moment. We're going to talk about uh, men. Listen up here, especially men. The father-daughter relationship. Why is that relationship so important for men to understand? We're going to talk about that today with uh, Michelle. And I'm going to first... Uh, Look at 2 Timothy 1.7, which is a verse I love, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. And that would apply to my guest. Uh, she has a very bold spirit, and I think that's one of the reasons she is um, writing great books and having a powerful ministry. Uh, Michelle Watson uh, Canfield is a licensed uh, counselor and speaker and author, and she's the founder of the ABBA Project, and that is an educational process group forum for dads of daughters ages 13 to 30. And she's my guest for the full hour, and I bet you're going to have questions for her. And if you have a question, let me know what it is. You can send me a text at 877-933-2484. The first time Michelle was on the show, she was here in studio, and she brought very delicious chocolate bars for everyone, and she was a big hit. Michelle, welcome. Great to be back. It's all about the chocolate bars. It's, you know? Oh, man. You were such a hit with those chocolate bars. It was so nice. Uh, so thank you for doing that. Oh, I'm glad to be back, and I'm glad I could bring you something that would put a smile on your face. Yeah, and congratulations on the new book. Um, congratulations on everything that's going on in your world. It's pretty exciting. Thank you. Yeah, yeah lots going on. Yeah. Kind of for a wedding. So, yep, lots going on in the middle of COVID. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Totally. Yeah. Well, let's start by letting the listeners know what the ABBA Project is. Yeah, it's it's something that God called me, if you will, to do about 10 years ago. I was reading in Luke 1 how God told Zechariah that his yet-to-be-born son, John, would help turn the hearts of fathers to their children, not the heads, right? The hearts. And I just heard this whisper from God that said, Michelle, that's what I want you to do. And I'm like, what? That's crazy. Like, I'm a woman at that point, never married. You know, like, I don't think ministry to men is quite my thing. But I said, okay, and two days later, I was blow-drying my hair and just heard the name The Abba Project, and God just said, I want you to help turn the hearts of dads to their daughters, and Abba, as you know, means daddy in Aramaic, Mm -hmm. men love a project, hence the name. So I invited 11 dads to join me at that time for once a month. We're going to see if there was a change in them, their daughter, and their relationship, and at month five, I said, are you guys ready to be done? They said, no. I said, me either. So we went a year and now I've done 10 groups in a row We for 10 years. We meet nine months at a time now. And it's all about equipping men, equipping dads to dial into their daughter's heart space intentionally and consistently. And it's one of the coolest things God's ever called me to do because I watch these men when they have more tools to work with. Like, oh, that's what she means when she says that. Or mm. 
that's what it looks like when this happens. And, oh, here's what I can say or do instead of what I've been doing. And I'm like, yeah, I whisper into their ears, do it this way. I think you'll get a different outcome. And it's so fun. I love it. Yeah. I love that expression, dial into their heart space. That's pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Now, your new book, Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. I haven't read the book yet, I will admit, but I'm wondering if well, there's... Well, it hasn't come out yet. Okay, well, that's it why I haven't read out... it. That's why yeah, I haven't read it. Come out till... You're actually, you're getting a copy. I already have you on my list. Oh, cool. <laughs> when it comes out August yeah. 4th. Yeah, what I want to know, is there a chapter in this book uh, entitled, You're Not Leaving the House Wearing That? <laughs> actually, okay. I've got to give you a lead in Welcome to Venus, right? There's always more to say than just answering a question. But in this book, I have 60 scripts for dads to lead their daughters into conversations that sometimes are maybe a little bit more complicated or complex. So dads might avoid them mm-hmm. and say, here, mom, you're a girl. You, you have these right. conversations. But one of them is on clothing choices, it is on that, don't go out of the house like that. Right. <laughs> it totally is. Funny you would say that because that is a big thing. And, and so I've often, maybe there's a dad listening right now that said, we just had that conversation this morning because I've had dads ask me that. What do you do when she put that outfit on? And I'm saying, no girl of mine is going out of the house looking like that. And I'll say to dad, well, someone allowed her to buy that. Was it mom? Was it, maybe there's another issue going on. But I... Can I, can I tell you what I told one dad yes, when he asked me please. that question? Is I said, here's the deal, dad. When we're putting an outfit together as a girl, as a woman, we've been thinking about that for a while. It might have been the night before, the day before. I know girls that plan their whole week of outfits wow. for school. Men are like, whatever. It was in the closet on the floor. I put it on, right? And I picked it up with my see, foot. <laughs> see if you can get your head in one. I was able to pinch my toes on, on the shirt and pick it up. <laughs> Exactly. So I I say to dad, she's been thinking about that outfit and to do an abrupt about face right as she's walking out the door is the setup for her to turn on you and Mm -hmm. for her to have a really bad day. But I'm like, what if you said something like, you know, hon, as a guy, you know, I'm looking at that, showing a lot of your beautiful curves, you know, give her a compliment, Mm -hmm. but say, you know what, I am guessing that guys are going to not look at your eyes today or they're not really going to engage your intellect or whatever because they're going to be drawn to maybe this outfit or how much skin you're showing. But I would love to give you an experiment. I want you to do an experiment by going to school today, and I want you to notice how guys treat you. And then at the end of the day when you come home, we're going to go out, you know, get Starbucks or whatever, and we're going to talk about what you learned Maybe pull one of your friends in and she can notice how guys treat you. Let's just see if it's different. Like, why not turn it into a learning opportunity? Because if a girl knows her dad doesn't like it, she may put an outfit in her bag and change at school anyway. Why not teach her how to work that through in a healthier way, than a more proactive than reactive? Mm -hmm. So if she's planned this outfit and she gets called on it as she's going out the door, that's a recipe for a complete meltdown. Bingo. And she turns on dad, and then dad becomes the enemy rather than the ally. Yeah, but dad's blood pressure is way up at that point as well. So it's just yeah. a recipe for disaster. For him too, you're right. Right, yeah, for him too. And then usually what happens is his wife then turns on him mm-hmm. because she now defends the daughter, and now he's mad at her. <laughs> and so it's an explosion all the way around. 
So if dad can just think, turn something into a learning opportunity and a conversation, that's why I'm saying this is conversation starters for dads and daughters, because as, as girls, as women, as daughters, when we open our mouth and start talking, our heart opens. And when our heart is open, a dad's heart is open. Mm. So it all goes back to talking, not reacting, having a conversation about things. Mm-hmm. So, yep. That's yeah. in the book, too. Cool. One no, of the six. Yeah. Michelle, do you have a case study of, because I love this illustration you've given, where the dad says, you know, notice the way boys treat you today, and then we'll have a discussion over a cup of coffee later. Uh, do you mm-hmm. have a, a case study where that happened, and, and the dad said, wow, here's what I learned? Uh, you know, you would you would think I might. Oh, right, I, no. I, I can't think of one specifically. I, I had the dad ask me that on the front oh, end. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I showed up at this thing called Dads and Donuts, and it was Q&A at the end. Okay. And he's like, this just happened this morning. Oh, gotcha. Okay. You know? And so it was a one-time event, so I didn't get the follow-up. Yep. Okay. But, but yep. I, I have no doubt, though, that that approach will work well, because I'm a girl. <laughs> right. And it's like, if you just like know that I put a lot of thought into this and maybe notice my creativity, notice what I did right, not just what I did wrong in your eyes. Mm-hmm. That's going to make me feel a lot better because you saw that I was creative or artistic or I put color together well or that, that kind of thing. Like, Dad, think positive first. Think Oreo cookie communication. You know, you don't want too much of the stuff in the middle, right? There's only double stuff. Is there triple <laughs> stuff? I hope, I I hope so. <laughs> Most people would go, I don't like that. See, you want to have a good cookie on either side. That's True. the positive. Put a positive, then the negative, then the positive. It goes down a lot better. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you've had a lot, a lot of experience with uh, men and their daughters. And now I think what you find is that there are many men uh, who would rather almost do nothing than make mistakes when it comes to their daughters. Yeah, exactly. So I've been, I say, traveling from my planet of Venus to your planet of Mars, right? Mm -hmm. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus for a decade. And I begin to notice this pattern where I'm like, well, I'm thinking, why didn't you do something? (laughs) And I begin to discover that men would rather do nothing than do it wrong. And when I've said that to men, every one of them has thought about it for a second and go, yeah, pretty much. Yep. I'd rather do nothing than blow it, than mess up. And then I then follow that up with, but you get that doing nothing is doing it wrong. You get that, right? And they'll go, yep. And then, here's the clincher I say, but I know you want to do it right. I'm not just here to try to beat up men. I want to empower and equip them to lead. So I say, I know you want to get it right. And then I say, okay, that's where I come in. So even on my radio program, the dad whisperer, I'm saying, I'm whispering to dads, here, say it this way. And I think it'll open up a different conversation. So in this book, Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters, I say to dads, okay, this is going to be a tricky conversation on same-sex attraction or vaping or clothing or sex or sexuality or sexual harassment or depression, anxiety, suicide, these hard ones. I go, Dad, I've put a script in front of you, and if your daughter doesn't like the question, blame me. I'm your fall guy. (laughs) You can't do it wrong. Because I, I know that. you want to do it yeah. right. Just step in and start the conversation. But if she doesn't like it, you're still you're still clean. Just blame me. Yeah, yeah. You run interference for dad. That's a awesome uh, awesome way to do it. All right, Michelle Watson Canfield is my guest, and her book is Let's Talk: Conversation Starters uh, for Dads and Daughters. 
I bet you have a question, so I will ask on your behalf. Let me know what it is. Send a text to 877-933-2484. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield is my guest. She's got a new book coming out. It's called Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. Michelle, I think this is kind of a extra big question, but I know you're up to handling it. Um, the father-daughter relationship. Why is that so important for men to understand? Mm-hmm. Well, the truth is, dads, is that your DNA, you know, is in your daughter, right? So your your identity impacts her sense of her own identity. And the research confirms that every part of a daughter's life is better when she feels a connection to her dad. Notice the operative emotion word, a heart word, right? Mm-hmm. Feels a connection. She gets better grades in school. She's more likely to finish high school and attend college. She, she will have greater self-esteem. She will have less depression and anxiety, less body dissatisfaction. Dads are going to love this one. She delays having sexual activity. Come on, somebody. That's a good one. She will have more pro-social empathy. She's more likely to have steady employment. On and on it goes. In other words, every part of a daughter's life is better when she's connected to her dad. And I think a lot of times as daughters get older, where the challenge is is they're more verbal and more emotional. And a lot of dads go, you know, I'm going to sit this decade out. Mm-hmm. You know, Mama, you go in. You're a girl. She's wearing me out. She's too many words. She's too many feelings. And I'm going, Dad, no, 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 no. Because if you turn away from her in that key part of her development, she will internalize your view of her and think something's wrong with her, that she's not enough, she's not desirable, she doesn't belong anywhere, because you give her that sense of security and safety when you affirm her and turn toward her. So I cannot say enough to dads of you matter. Your presence matters. Your affirmation matters. And I think a lot of times dads get beat up a bit, like in television shows or media or movies, that they're not getting it right. And I counter that by saying, you build a bridge to God as a father. Are you kidding me? What bigger role could you have on earth? than helping your kids, your daughter, connect to God as a father. And you set that example for her. Mm. Wow. Well said, Michelle. So if you uh, are a dad and you've got a number of sons and you kind of think of yourself as a, as a boy's dad and you've got only one girl mm-hmm. and you, you sort of know how to handle the guys and you don't want to treat your daughter like one of the guys, but that seems to be kind of the template that's working best in the family. Mm-hmm. Well, most dads have told me, and this is very uh, stereotypical, so I apologize if dads are listening going, that doesn't fit for me. This is kind of a generalization. But more often than not, I've heard dads say they do things with their sons, right? They're out in the dirt, Mm -hmm. they're digging piles, they're, you know, dirt biking. And it's not that a daughter doesn't want to do that, too. But I've heard a lot of daughters say, I love doing those things because it's time with my dad. And that's what my dad does or likes to do. So that's how I get to spend time with him. But at the end of the day, usually most of the time, daughters love talking. 
even introverted girls, if it's something they're interested in. So for a dad to have to build a different skill set to learn to emotionally connect, to talk more, it's not always in his sweet spot as she gets older because the topics become more complex mm-hmm. and more emotionally charged. And, and yet I see that when men step into the ring, you know, and they say, I'm not going to walk out until we've processed this, and dad has to hold back the anger. That's a big one i got to underscore. When dads kind of right, get reactive, that's how they shut their, their daughters down. But when dads hang in there, and this is what I've seen over 10 years of, of walking alongside dads of daughters, I watch them thrive. Like, they, they actually build – I wish you could sit with me in the ABBA project because what you would see is they start thinking they're all that. They're like – Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we can talk for forty-five minutes now. It's so, <laughs> so cute. like they're like, oh yeah, I got it going on. Like uh-huh. I can like one dad. This is Reed with Maggie. She she was fourteen when he did the ABBA project, and he started by saying, "It is so bad." She's and they've been on my radio program, The Dad Whisper, which is also a podcast, right? Where I had them share this story, and she's like, "When we started, I did not like my dad at all. I thought it was stupid that he was doing this group because I thought it was just some God group." And it isn't, but that's what she thought it was. She said, I was cutting, I was sneaking out of the house, I was drinking in eighth grade, right? So dad starts the group and he has assignments every month to do a dad-daughter date with questions that I give, which is why I wrote a book now with just questions, right? So dads can do this. And she said, okay, well, I better do this to make my dad look good for the group. And they started talking more and more and more. He said it got to the point where at night when she would turn her phone in, it did go from a five-minute, barely any conversation. He said to more regularly, about 30 to 45 minutes, with their longest being 90 minutes. Wow. Because he had learned how to ask questions and how to listen. And I'm telling you, she had completely shut Dad out prior to that. But when Dad, you show up and you really show interest, she feels that, that you're actually asking her questions about her day and you're not walking away when she says fine and going, oh, good. Ask her, what was fine about your day? Keep the conversation going. So can you kind of tell why I'm passionate about this book? Because oh, yeah. I want to see dads and daughters get stronger in the way they bond, and I want to equip men to lead. And as a result, we're going to have healthier women across this country. Mm-hmm. All right, Michelle, I want to talk about the benefits that uh, a woman's going to receive from from having that strong relationship with dad. You know, you could probably attest to this because you and I are about in that same, same age, age range where we've had a lot of right conversations with a lot of people over the years, men and women. But we, I'm going to actually turn this on you, Bill. I'm going to ask you a question. Can in, When you think of women that you've met, let's say teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, it doesn't matter. Can you ever tell a more confident woman from a less confident woman? Like, that shows, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've heard men say, I don't like working with women. My friend Shanti Feldhan wrote a book called The Male Factor. She, she interviewed Fortune 500 CEOs that said, I'll give you my opinion, but don't give my name. Keep it confidential. But a lot of them said, granted, women may react to me saying this. I'm just reporting the research. But where they said, we don't like working with women. It's just drama a lot or bringing things there, bringing stuff from home to work or whatever. But the truth is that a lot of that reactivity in women is 
you can trace it back to daddy wounds, daddy wow. issues. And it shows up. If you find a woman lacking confidence with a lot of reactive responses to life, I'm not kidding you. If I was a betting woman, I would bet money on the fact that she has an unhealthy relationship with her dad. It, you can pick them out of a lineup. Mm-hmm. You, you want to hear where this, the plot thickens? Yes. It's guys that are players prey upon that kind of woman because they know they can get their way with them because they don't have much of a backbone, much of a confidence going for them. So, yep, you can trace a lot of that back to dad, which is why, again, I say, dad, you matter your importance, your presence, your affirmation of your daughter will change her life at any age, any age. It doesn't even matter how old she is. Now is the time to start dialing in. It's mm-hmm. never too late. So, Michelle, let's talk about some of the, the benefits that, that the fathers, the dads, they're going to have from, from being that, that role model. And, and if they can, be the go-to person that the daughter has in mind. It's like, I, mm-hmm. dad's the one I go to. Talk yep. about the benefits dads are going to have. Well, Dad, every, every part of your life is going to be better, too. I mean, let me ask those of you that have a daughter, what happens when your relationship is better with her? I mean, you also have more confidence, more happiness, right? When mm-hmm. there's peace in your home, Dad loves that. I have never met a man that says, I just love when my wife's yelling at my kids or <laughs> when my kids are slamming the door and running mm-hmm. in the other. I mean, right. I mean, that's the obvious. Yeah. So dad, the benefits to you are you're going to have better health mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. When you have harmony in your home and there's relationship, you know, kind of cohesion, you are doing better in every part of your life as well. And when your competence builds and your confidence builds, you're going to feel a sense right? You're, uh, you're going to feel better about yourself. I mean, Bill, you know how much men attach their worth to what they do, Oh yeah. right? So when a dad goes, I am doing it all wrong, everything I say is wrong, everything I do is wrong in her eyes, right? To my daughter, mm-hmm. you're not okay as men because you're like, I'm not doing well. So your confidence goes down when you can tell you're blowing it. And that's why for dads, I'm you know, when, when someone um, called me the dad whisperer, it was a, a host out of Moody Radio, Chris Fabry. He goes, that's what you should be called. And I had another friend say, well, we women, we men do not like women yelling at us or shouting at us. He goes, I don't know how you do it, but you do seem to whisper. It's crazy. Well, my personality is not to whisper. Can you tell? <laughs> but with men, I go, don't tell her where you got that idea. You know, like I say, dad. Go write messages on her mirror today that affirm her. Like, go get a felt pen. Go get sticky notes. Today, go home and affirm your wife. Your, I mean, your wife's a daughter, right? Right. If she didn't get enough from her dad, she's still craving that wow. kind of affirmation. So every dad would benefit. You could do it to your coworkers. If you're a boss, put it on the mirrors at work. The women around you are going to thrive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield is my guest, and her New book is Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. We certainly have time for questions if you would like to ask. 877-93-FAITH, 877-933-2484. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
We're back with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield. She's written a new book called, which is not out yet, called Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. Michelle, this is a, such a big, big, big subject. Uh, dads and daughters, uh, relationships, uh, heartbreak, expectations that were never met, um, dads that didn't express emotions, feelings, and now the daughters are starting to mat- mature, and uh, the dads are even maybe having more trouble trying to connect with them as they're doing that. Yep. Why? Exactly. Why, is th- why is that? Well, I've usually found that it's because there's more emotion and more words. Okay. And a lot of dads look like a deer in headlights. They're like, oh, you lost me a couple exits back on I-5, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know what you said right there. That was so many words. And so when dads get past their capacity for words or emotion, they oftentimes just want to retreat. And I get that we all need a reboot. We've got to take care of ourselves, right? Get the oxygen mask on us before we can give it away. But I think if dads could begin to own their own process or reality and tell their daughter, it isn't you, I'm just getting a little overwhelmed right now. Can I catch five and come back? Do that. But if you just shut down and walk away, and then she watches how long you can sit and sustain interest watching a television show or that game or a book if you're a reader it's like she's gonna go why can you spend that much time focused there but i start talking for five minutes and you're done does that make sense how she would internalize that as a negative oh yeah totally right and then and then she goes to school or work and the guy that picks up on that, as I was talking about earlier, right, a guy that picks up on an, a woman lacking confidence usually can trace it back to daddy issues. But he's like, oh, I can give her all the time of day. Oh, I'll listen for a couple hours. But he's got an agenda. Right. And I'm like, Dad, you get to run interference by your presence, your active presence. And like anything, like think of when you work out. You know, you lift five pounds, you lift 10, well, I'm making fun of men, aren't I? I should say 50 pounds, then you go to 60 pounds, then you go to 70 pounds. You're going to bench press, but isn't the goal to build your muscles? You don't want to stay at the same weight. Don't you want to, why do you want to build, build muscle mass? What would you say, Bill? Why do you want to increase your weight? Well, for a whole number of reasons, but part of it is the challenge of, of making progress in the gym and feeling stronger and feeling like you're accomplishing something that's very difficult. Isn't it the same then with your daughter going, this is very difficult because you're learn- you're a Martian, you speak Martian. Right. She's Venusian. You're speaking Venusian. You go, <laughs> it is a completely different language you're learning. But if you hang in there, I mean, this may sound really ridiculous, but I love getting, giving practical ideas to dads of how they can connect with their daughters. And I'm going, you remember when she was little and you'd give her like a three-minute timeout or a five-minute timeout? If she was five, you gave five minutes, three minutes if she's three. So, Dad, you might say, okay, I'm 50. i got to learn to hang in there for 50 minutes. Oh, my goodness. But if you do, if you can only handle five minutes of her talking, next time, literally look at the clock and go, I'm going to sit there for six minutes. And then the next time, seven minutes. Like, increase it by a minute at a time. Think of it as weightlifting, mm-hmm. and you're going to notice a difference in yourself and her. In fact, I had one guy named Rick who was in the ABBA project, and Bill, I'll never forget what this guy said at the end of it, reflecting on the whole journey. He said, you know what? Because of what I've learned in here, I'm a better husband to my wife. 
I'm a better dad to my sons. And you ready for the clincher? Yeah. I'm a better manager at work. Wow. And I know this man since the ABBA project. He's become president of his company. I never thought of that till right now. I bet it's traced back to the ABBA project. <laughs> <laughs> Just realize that now. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Yep, because he's growing in the process. Mm-hmm. He learned skills that even took him outside of his home and made him better in the workplace. So, Dad, think of your daughter as being your tutor. She's going to help grow your skill set. Right. All right, Michelle, what happens when a dad uh, has a daughter that's uh, reluctant? Mm. Which, that's going to happen a lot, right? Like, maybe she's been hurt in the past. Mm -hmm. Maybe she's got a wall up because she's saying, you've hurt me before, I'm not going to trust you now. In fact, I had one daughter tell her dad... Uh, she would never do the dates with him for like four or five months in the Alba Project. Well, it's only nine months, so this is kind of what's wrong here. You know what she finally told him? Mm. I saw the words on your book, the Alba Project, and she said, I don't want to be your project. Ooh, wow. And he looked at her and said, I'm the project, not you. But see, she didn't get that. Yeah. Right? So when a daughter's reluctant to engage or to go out on dates, there's some reason. So if you can get underneath that dad, you might need to text it. She might not have the guts to tell you in person because I have a lot of da- daughters that say, I don't want to disappoint my dad, number one. Two, I don't want to get my dad's anger. But you want to hear the third one? Hmm. A, lot of, a lot of daughters don't want to hurt their dad's feelings. They're like, I don't want to hurt him by telling him the truth. So if you think my daughter is really reluctant to engage and you ask her, why don't you want to, why don't you want to spend time with me? She may not tell you face-to-face. You might have to text it. Hey, it seems like you're not that into connecting with me. Is there something I've done that's hurt you that makes you not feel safe around me? Or if you can get her, what's the word? Talking. It'll move the needle in helping you engage at a heart level with her. Because we women thrive when our relationships are well, too. We're just like you guys. And so, Dad, it's up to you, right? God says the heart of the father has to turn first, and then it says the hearts of children, Malachi 4, 6, will turn to their dad. But it starts with dad being the first one to initiate a conversation of going, seems like you don't really want to spend time with me. You want to tell me why? Because I'm open to hearing it, and I promise I won't get mad. I'm like, there you go, Dad. Promise you won't get mad. She'll probably open up. Mm, Interesting. So, Michelle, there must be a couple of rules out of the playbook uh, for dads to be uh, paying attention to. If I'm trying to initiate a conversation and you're connecting with your daughter, maybe the good thing to do is have the cell phone in the other room. Oh, I love it. Come on now. Listen to Bill, everybody. This guy knows what he's talking about. (laughs) But, you know, if if you've got it next to you and and it beeps and you look down at it, you know, Mm -hmm. which is something that you can... You can do, but it's going to tell her or send her the message that I'm kind of paying attention to you, but not really. Exactly. I think that's the best starting point. Put the phone away. Mm -hmm. Because, again, wherever we put, I love how God says where your treasure is, there your heart is. Mm -hmm. In other words, treasure is where you put your time, your money, your energy, or your focus, right? Where you're invested. So how many daughters get the message from their dad? that work is more important or their hobby is more important or their workout is more important or whatever. But when a dad says you're more important than all of that, this is a no phone zone, whether it's at the dinner table or it's when he takes her out. I think that is a key place to start. I'm so glad you highlighted that. Yeah. Well, Michelle, what happens when 
your performance is really important to dad. And you're kind of scared of your dad all the time because I got a B plus and he thought mm, I should have been an A. That happens a lot, doesn't it? I'm sure you've heard a lot of those stories. I've heard the right? number of those stories where they just feel like they're, you know, they can't do enough mm-hmm. or they're not good enough. And- yeah, in fact, I just had a friend on my radio program who's an author, and he, I love that he's honest about that. He said, when my daughter Rayanne was in high school, I would always notice when she played baseball. And he said she even had a scholarship in the Army. So, I mean, she was really good, he said. She went into the military. And he said, I would always notice what plays she missed, and that's what we would talk about on the way home. Mm. And you know what I hear a lot? The daughter quits doing sports. Wow. Because they're like, I'm going to give the whole thing up. And dad never thinks it's him because he thinks I'm challenging her to be a better player. Who doesn't want to be a better player? Guess what? He's speaking Martian. That's the difference. Right. A guy goes, hey, I'm going to be a better player. Tell me everything I'm doing wrong. (laughs) She says, you tell me one thing I'm doing wrong and I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. All I fixate on is what you told me I did wrong. Mm -hmm. So it's just different language, isn't it? Yeah. It's like Mars, Venus. Yeah. So your book, Let's Talk, and has conversation stories. You got you have hundreds of scripted questions for a dad mm-hmm. to ask daughters. So you're really giving dads uh, a big heads up here. And mm-hmm. the goal is to obviously to get them engaged, to strengthen their bond. Um, and yep. you're, you're just saying, too, it's it's so important to have just a lot, a lot of regular conversations. Exactly. There it is. I love that. A lot, a lot, a lot. Regular conversations. That's it. Don't stop them. Because if it, and, and the way I structured the book is I start with the fun, lighthearted questions. So the, if the dad is going, we've never actually talked, I'm not, you're not going to start with the deep end of the pool, right? right. If you're going to take a swim lessons, you've got to start in the shallow end. You've got to learn some of the basics first. So, Dad, if you have a relationship with your daughter that, that either you have a bombed-out bridge between you or it may be just that there's never been much of a bridge, maybe divorce has impacted you or some kind of estrangement there. And I have dads often that write me and say they got booted out mm. right, by a divorce, and they're heartbroken over here, and so they don't even know where to start. I go, start with lighthearted questions. Even if you're estranged or, or your situation is where you're not around your daughter because of a divided household, you could either get a book, a journal that you pass back and forth, or you could do it through text or email or some kind of you know, other device where you, you even do Marco Polo where you just do it audibly and you give a video back and forth. But doing questions is a really fun way to start connecting. So the questions I start with could be about her wedding day or tell me about all the firsts in your life, you know, first grade, first car, first teacher, first crush that you had, dad. You can go both ways mm-hmm. where, a, where a dad is also answering the questions. But I start with the fun, lighthearted ones. I want her to think of like 10 outrageous things she wants to do in her life. And it doesn't even matter if they seem possible. I mean, help her learn how to dream bigger. I mean, there's, there's a research study that was done, Bill, called the Dream Gap. And Barbie, Mattel, with Barbie dolls, picked up on this study that was done by three universities that collaborated. And they found that by the age of six, girls already stop believing that they can do anything they want to do and that they're as smart as boys. That was young. Wow. And going, this stuff, girls, they may seem like they're dreaming big, 
but they're making already assumptions. They watch boys maybe be able to run faster or they can, you know, maybe get certain things. They're chosen for the team or whatever. And girls stop believing that they really can achieve. And so when dads come alongside and go, you know, let's go do something if that's what men love. Let's run harder together. Let's do it together. Man, daughters... I just keep using that word thrive. Daughters thrive when dad is in their corner cheering them on, whatever that looks like. So find what your daughter loves and then cheer her on. And have lots and lots and lots of regular conversations. Yep. Yep. Because the more she can talk, we girls figure things out by talking. So sometimes, in fact, you know, because my day job is I'm a counselor. So I actually have been counseling all day before this phone call. And literally, it's confidential because I'm not telling you who it is, but my last, my last session that I just had, which actually is on telehealth, right, because of COVID, right. not in my office, but literally, this is a 26-year-old woman who was crying today when I actually said, we haven't talked about your dad in a while. And guess what she said? He's gone radio silent. Hmm. She said, I don't know why. I said, you know, you haven't brought him up in a while. And the tears begin to pour because they're not talking. And I said, I, I tend to think action. So I go, do you want to pull your phone out right now and I'll talk to your dad with, in a voice memo? And then you can give it to him from me. And I'll affirm him. I said, I won't beat him up. I'll affirm him. Dad, you know how important you are. And he's been in the ABBA project years ago, mm-hmm. so he knows me. But guess what? Do you think she said, oh, I would love that? Or do you think she said, no, I don't want you to do that? I'm thinking she said, no, I don't want you to do that. You're exactly right. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of girls are like, oh, I don't want to have to tell my dad what I need. I want him to just know. Or yeah. I want him to pursue my heart without me having to ask. And yet I looked at her today and I said, do you know how many women say I want more of my dad? Men too. I learned that line at a funeral where a guy got up, an adult man, and said to, at the funeral for his dad, said, how many of you would raise your hand and say, I want more of my dad? Every hand went up. Wow. I thought that was such a profound way to put it. So I told her that today. I said, I've never met someone, whatever age, that would say, I, I'm good. I've got enough of my dad. Every girl would say, I want more. And son, right? I want more of my dad. And today I said to her, you need more of your dad. And she, tears are pouring, but she doesn't want to ask for it. So dad's listening today. Maybe you want to ask your son or your daughter, do you ever wish you had more of me? I guarantee you she'll say yes, because I asked my dad that question in a little different way a couple years ago. I said, Dad, do you think we're close? You know what he said? Hmm. I don't think we're as close as you'd like us to be. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. I go, you're right. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? That is so interesting. (laughs) All right, Michelle, I have to take one more break. Okay. Okay. Dr. Michelle uh, Watson-Canfield is my guest, and her book that's not out yet, but it's going to be, is called Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. We'll be right back. After the hour, Dr. Michelle 
Watson Canfield is my guest. Her new book, which is not out yet, but when it comes out, it'll be soon. You'll want to get a copy of it. Let's talk. Conversation starters for dads and daughters. And Michelle, I'm just so enjoying this uh, conversation. You have so much incredibly creative and practical uh, advice. What I'd like to get to now is uh, uh, dad and daughter dates. Is that a big deal? Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of, I've actually, as young as fifth grade girls, I've said, do you like that idea of dad-daughter dates? And they were like, that's gross. <laughs> you know, that's gross to dating my dad, you mm-hmm. know? So I say, okay, come up with a creative name, dad, with your daughter. Go, what do you want to call it, you know? Do you want to call it hangout time? Come up with a creative, you know? 3D, you could call it that, like something's three-dimensional, it's 3D, dad-daughter date, or whatever. But what we're talking about is focused one-on-one time where you're looking at each other. And I, you know, it's a big part of the ABBA project and what I do where I say, Dad, think about, you know, you could ask your wife or your girlfriend what prom meant to her. Well, 99% of it was the prep. It was the getting ready and all the details. That's how we're wired as girls, Mm -hmm. right? So I go, when your daughter knows she has a once a month, you could even make it that minimum. I wouldn't go less than that. Dad-daughter date time with you, focus time where you're going to talk and spend time together. She will look forward to that all month. It's the planning. And I've had some dads that say my daughter got way too busy during school. We couldn't go out, so they did the date in, like, a, a home office. But it still was awesome for her. I've had dads that said, I'm going to go down to Jamba and get her, you know, some drink that she loves or Starbucks or Dutch Bros or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they did it on the front porch so that she didn't have to be inconvenienced by driving somewhere, but he met her where she was at. Do you know the kind of deposit that was into her heart space that her dad didn't force her to, to kind of come to his side of things, but he met her where she was at? But when daughters talk out stress what's going on, they always feel better. They cry it out. They talk it out. It kind of goes together. But again, a lot of times we don't even know what's weighing on us till we start talking. So just the fact, Dad, that you come to her and say, I want time together. Let's figure out something that would work. And sometimes I have dads really get their feelings hurt because their daughter keeps pushing them off and brushing them off. And I just go, Dad, you got to ride out the wave. That may be a season, but if you don't react in a negative way or stop pursuing because you get tired of the rejection, just find a creative way to meet her where she's at. And I always say, get her some kind of a drink, Jamba, Starbucks, whatever. You're going you're gonna to soften her heart in time because you're just showing that you're, you're not demanding. You're invitational. You're inviting. Makes a difference. Mm-hmm. So what about the dads who really have uh... – know no experience talking about certain topics with their daughters and the whole idea of it is freaking guys out <laughs> i is that maybe most of them right yeah i'd like, say so like here's here's where i'm comfortable talking but i'm going to stay away from all the either they would call it x-rated stuff or right or that kind of thing but you heard me say early on today that the research shows for example in in the area of sex that daughters will delay having sexual activity right based on the connection of a strong connection, that they feel a connection with their dad. Mm-hmm. You know, there's another article that was written by a, a New York, I think it was New York Times, I can't remember, named Monica Hess. She's the author. And it was the title of her, her article, this just came out last year, was Why Daughters Don't Tell Their Dads About Sexual Harassment. 
And she did research with women going, why aren't you telling your dads these things when the statistics are so high on, you know, either sexual, you know, harassment or abuse or any kind of violation. And over and over they're like, because our dad is giving us the message, he doesn't want to hear it. And if we start to tell him he gets too upset and he wants to go kill the guy or whatever, and it's, okay, dad, how can you learn to expand your skill set to say, whatever you bring to me, even if it's not in my wheelhouse, I go, then dad, maybe you could bring mom with. Her mom could come or some other trusted female. Maybe it's an aunt. In fact, that came out this week in a, in a session. I had a woman just yesterday tell me her mom cannot handle things, but her aunt came over on Saturday, and they had an hour-long talk about some really intense stuff. But the aunt could handle it. So mm-hmm. I'm saying, Dad, you may need to invite another female family member if your daughter's mom can't handle the heavy stuff, or you can't. Maybe if you bring your sister, Dad, and you're like, My sister actually can handle a lot more. But you're learning the language of women by listening then to her tell her aunt. But find a proactive way to begin learning how to speak a language of her heart, which is going to include emotion. And if you just commit to learning it, because I have no doubt that you did that in in your work life, in the workplace. I mean, Bill, how long have you been doing radio? Uh, what's today? Uh, Wednesday? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a couple decades, is it? No, 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 no. I've been, I've been doing it, uh, uh, part-time for about nine years and full-time for three. Okay. So you look at how long you've been doing that, but you had a skill set that prepared you for this. Are you a better, would you say interviewer now than three years ago, nine years ago? Yes. Because you stuck with it and you kept learning on the job, right? Tons of mistakes. And you were okay with making mistakes. Dad, Bill just summed it up. He kept showing up. That's how he increased his skill set, and he was okay with the mistakes. You oh, Okay, that was brilliant right there. Dads, there's your model for how to become a great dad to your daughter. You keep showing up, and, and your daughter will not care that you make mistakes if you continue to be honest about the fact that you're making them. Yeah. You ask her forgiveness. You come humbly, but you just keep showing up. That's how a, a dad that doesn't have a strong skill set will grow. Mm, well said. All right, Michelle, the, I know you've got a section in your book that kind of flips the script so daughters can ask dad qu- questions yeah. about his life. Now, those are pretty exactly. important conversations to have, too, in terms of just strengthening that dad-daughter relationship. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, Bill, because some daughters have told me in the ABBA project that they got tired of, quote, being on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Now, here I thought every daughter would love it if her dad was asking every question in the book about her life. It actually sort of backfired, but that's where great feedback was helpful because these daughters said, I get tired of him just drilling me with questions. So I learned to flip the, the script, if you will, by saying, daughters, here's questions you can ask your dad now. And I think sadly, this is again a generalization, but we live in a culture, I'm kind of using Twitter language here for a minute, where we've got 280 characters and we're texting all the time Mm -hmm. or tweeting or putting things on social media, but it's real limited, right? It doesn't have a lot of depth person to person. And so some daughters are lacking the skill set of knowing how to actually have a conversation with depth. And I go, dad, who to better teach her than you? So in flipping the script, I've now put questions in front of the daughters. So in the book of 60 scripts, 
54 of them are for the dad to the daughter, but I I threw six of them in there at the end where the daughter can ask her dad about his life, about his relationship with his, you know, his parents and their family growing up, about his romantic life, his romantic history, like things like that, where she's going to learn a lot of things, dad, by hearing your story while developing a skill set of learning how to actively listen and engage someone else instead of just writing it out in technology, you know? Yeah, that's so important. All right, uh can moms uh, use this book in any way to to help come alongside, yeah, help dad? Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, if if you're a single parent mom, this book would be great for you. It doesn't just have to be for dads, but yes, absolutely. Any any woman could use this same template. All these questions in the book to go deeper with their daughters as well. That's awesome. And tell tell us, Michelle, when the book officially comes out. Yeah, it officially comes out August fourth. There. Okay. You can order it now. It's already. Uh, you can pre-order it on Amazon. Any of you know any book distributor. They're available. You can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com. I'm, yeah, and I have links there where you can find the book. Yeah, and for this being uh, having a full day of work and then coming on the show and doing this, you're amazing. Thank you so much for doing the show and have a wonderful day on June 20th. Aww. Well, Bill, you're one of my favorite people to talk with. So Thank I'll come you so back much. anytime. Thank you so much, Dr. Michelle. Bye. Watson Canfield has been my guest. And again, her book coming out in August is Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. That wraps up our show for the day. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I've loved it. I hope you have too. Have a good night, everyone. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Programming like this is made available through your support. Information available at MyFaithRadio.com.